the American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must take America back as liberty weeps, our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. Good evening, and welcome to the National Intel Report. I'm your host, Steve Elkins, and today's date is February 20th, 2023. Just going to start the show off tonight uh, by talking about an email I received last night after my show off the beaten path. And I'm good. You know, I, I like uh, the feedback. Yeah, people, you know, I like the show. I don't like the show or or maybe make some changes here or there or talk about these issues. And that's good. I have no problem with that. And always construct the email in kindness. You know, I'm a nice guy. I, I don't lash out at me and I won't lash back out at you. And you know, that's kind of how it works on radio. You know, I, do you ever hear me just scream at somebody? firsthand be the first one to scream at somebody usually it's in response to somebody screaming at me and insulting me and then i kind of uh, then i push back and i i give them give them the works uh and then drop the call so i received an email last night from a, a listener i'm not going to mention name or anything like that but the, the email kind of came to me kind of in a snotty way a snotty way. I've been listening to you for 30 minutes and I haven't heard anything new information from anything. And I don't know why I'm listening. I'm just going to, I'm bored. I'm going to turn it off. Well, that's, that's fine. That's fine. And my response to that person was, what are you doing on your end? What are you doing to fix things? What are you doing to bring attention to what's going on in this country? I talked about beginning my show last night. I talked about, I'm doing a new strategy now. For my inverted flag, I've got a realtor's box. I'm putting a flyer in there of all the reasons why America is in, in stress. It's in uh, dire consequences here. What's going on in distress, a nation in distress, and along with a, a flyer for RBN, trying to get more listeners to uh, to plug the network a little bit. So I, I ask, what are, what are you doing? Did you? Um, by the way, did you is your flag hanging up by your house? Do you have a flag? And is it hanging? Is it inverted? Is it inverted to let people know you're unhappy that we are a nation in distress? Are you making your word be known, your your opinions being known? Are you doing anything? Or are you just sitting on the couch being an armchair warrior to criticize others like myself who are taking time out of my personal day, 
which takes more than just coming on the air for two hours. I got to read articles. I got to study up on stuff. I can't come up here like a novice and not know what's going on. I got to have ideas. I got to have perspective. I give you that. I give you that every Sunday. I give you that every Monday. My medical perspective, I love doing that. I don't want to do a medical show. Don't get me wrong. Don't call here. I got this pain here and this here. I, I don't want to do a show like that. Never have. Never wanted to. But when I came down to COVID, it was a perfect opportunity for me to point out the fraud and point out how it really works in the hospital setting and what we really do. It's pretty simple for me to point out fraud when I see it so blatantly in my face with COVID from day one. It, it, it excites me to say, I know this is fraud for 100%. I am sure of that. This is fraud. So my suggestion to the listener last night, to the, to the email I received was, what are you doing? If you don't like the topics we're talking about tonight, you don't like it, Call in. I give you a telephone number at the beginning of a show. I give you a telephone number. Call in. You know, you want to talk about something different? You want to give me a perspective, a different idea, this and that? That's fine. This is your network. This is your network. Listener appreciation, listener participation. Participate. So I didn't get back. She never got back with me. She never sent me another snotty email or nothing like that she didn't respond back maybe it sunk in a little bit you know maybe her presentation maybe she had a bad day i don't know we all have those days i wasn't feeling the greatest last night i i was exhausted for the last two days i pushed myself too far even the wife said yeah right i said well i've got all this material i can talk about but i really am exhausted tonight i really am just tired uh, but you know what? I'll pep up. I'll have some caffeine or something, and I'll pep up, and I'll be fine. So, uh, but that's—I just wanted to mention that. You know, if you if you email me, I'm I'm good to respond back to people. But show a little courtesy, you know. Yeah, you know, you, you bark at me, and I'm I'm probably going to bark back at you. So, armchair warrior, if you're listening tonight, you know, do something. Do something. If you want to hear something different, you want to talk about something different, you can call the. The hotline there, you can give us a, a call and uh, present a different topic, and I'm, I'm happy to do that. Unless it's something really stupid and doesn't have to do with anything that we're ever, even remotely talking about. You know, don't talk to me about silly nonsense stuff. But, you know, if it's something that's in the realm of the media right now being talked about – I'm I'm game. I'm game. Let's talk about it. I'm okay with that. I, I'm pretty versed. I can look. I I read a lot. I watch a lot. I get ideas. I get ideas from other people, which I never say I take credit for. But I also have my own ideas. Like I mentioned one last night, and I got an email on that too, which was nice. And uh, all these warehouse fires that have fire detection systems, fire suppression systems, and none of them seem to be working. All these. 100-plus warehouses are burning down. So I got kudos on that. Great great job. You know, I, I never thought about that. Have you ever heard the mainstream media talk about them? You should. I mean, aren't you a little curious to say you have 100 warehouse fires and they're all – the guards are taking off. The guards don't sense anything. You know, these, these warehouses are guarded. They got these rent-a-cops. They want to be cops, but they can't be cops, but they're rent-a-cops. And uh, they think they're pretty badass, and they walk around, and they do their little checks here and there. But for some reason, these warehouses 
the guards have all gone to the shack and they're partying it up or something. I don't know. Maybe it's hooker day. I don't know. But the guards aren't there and uh, they don't sense a fire. They don't detect a fire and uh, the fire suppression system is turned off. Somebody turned the water off. Oh, my gosh. What, what, what happened there? And so you have all these warehouse fires. Nobody ever talks about that. Well, I do. I do. It's because it's a common sense thing for me to look at this and say, what's the odds of that? What's the odds of that? Don't, don't give me coincidence that coincidences happen. A hundred warehouse fires and all coincidences that all the fire suppression systems are all turned off and the guards are, are away doing something else. Now we're going back to Epstein here. You know, the cameras didn't work. The guards are sleeping. We have no evidence at all anything. We say he killed himself. He hanged himself with his paper sheets. Well, that's a great theory. Can you where, Where's the video footage? Uh, the cameras weren't working that day. Really? What, what's the odds of that? The cameras weren't working that day. What about your guards? You know, if somebody's on suicide watch, they kind of do an hourly check or half an hour check, and they make sure you actually don't have things in your cell that you can kill yourself with. That's pretty much how it works. You know, you're not going to slam your head against the wall a couple times and try to kill yourself that way. That's a really painful way to die. And that usually brings attention to the guards to where they come and put the rubber suit, you know, put the, the vest on you here and take you to the rubber room where you can bang your head against the rubber all you want. It's not going to kill you. So, again, these things I, I bring to your attention. So, again, if you want to talk about something else, give me a call. That's fine with me. Uh, today is President's Day. Today is President's Day. What does that really mean to you? What does that really mean to me? Not a whole lot. Uh, it's a government holiday, and I didn't get it off, so who cares, right? <laughs> President's Day. Uh, one note of interest on President's Day, I got this the other day, I think the, des- the day before. Former President Jimmy Carter evidently has uh, been released from a hospital, not doing well. I didn't know his health was this poorly, but has been released to his home to enter into home hospice. And he will be checking out here probably very, very shortly. At least that's what they're saying in the media. And at the age of 98, I'd say that's a pretty dang good full life. Nothing can complain there. Was he a great president? No, he wasn't. We had skyrocket skyrocket uh, inflation. I remember that 1981, 18.7%, I think it was. Wow. Well, it was good if you put some money in the bank. You just let it sit there. Uh, but if you were trying to buy a house at the time. Or anything else, uh, not a good time for the economy. Preachers don't make very good presidents. They really don't. They they don't. He maybe his his heart was in the right place, but uh, they don't make very good presidents. Uh, what's he dying of? I have no idea. I thought I thought he was cured from the cancer when he went to Israel and got the cure. They gave him the cure. You know there is a cure for cancer, but uh, they only give it to certain people. And um, I'm surprised they gave it to him after all the books that he wrote about apartheid and everything else. Uh, I'm surprised they gave him the, maybe he gave him profits from the book or something. I don't know. They gave him the cure for the cancer. He's cured. He's cancer free. That was many, many, many years ago. And now I hear he's got a couple different kinds of cancers, this and that. So, well, I guess you got to die of something, right? You can't just, well, what do we mean dying of natural causes? You ever, ever wonder about that? Does anybody really die of natural causes? Oh, there's usually a cause for something. Why, why your heart stops? Well, you know, there's electrical conduction problem. There's this or that problem. I mean, just dying of natural causes. I mean, 
I guess maybe that's where they would say it was natural causes, but that's certainly not his situation here. So um, that's the facts. Jimmy Carter will be leaving us at the age of 98. It's pretty good. 98. I, I'll never make 98. Not that I want to make 98. I, I don't think I've ever met too many 98-year-olds that have their minds all together, um, their health, they're, they're in poor shape, they're walking, the ambulation, numerous health issues. I don't, I don't want to live just to live. I want a quality of life. And so uh, I don't think you can have that when you get to 98. I, I rarely see anybody 98 that looks, wow, you're 98, you look like you're 78. Wow. But you don't see that. It's not happening. So we do have one clip tonight. I'm going to play a little later here. It's a little over 10 minutes. It's a good clip. Naomi Wolf talking about COVID shots is a bioweapon. We've known that for quite a long time now. She wants to highlight some interesting uh, aspects of some autopsies, I think 30 autopsies of these people that had taken shots, whether six days after six days after the shot or six months within six months of taking the shot they died uh do i want to play clip and skip first break yeah we can do that let's go ahead and do that now michael's talking to me through the chat here michael oh, let's go ahead and play this, this is dr Naomi wolf we'll stop it at ten thirty-eight, and uh, we'll get into some of this this information go ahead and play i've been saying this is a bioweapon it's a bioweapon this is not a medical product, everyone. This is, you know, this is causing catastrophic damage to 30 cadavers. Um, 70% of them have catastrophic damage. And the conclusion of these respected scientists and physicians is that, you know, it is vaccine related. And this is the saddest report I've ever made of all the sad reports. Naomi Wolf, Naomi, this last of all the ones you put up, ma'am. This may be the toughest. Talk about Report 56. Yes, I will. And I think it relates to what Mr. Gaffney was saying, because um, this is just Report 56, I think, is incontrovertible proof that that we are at war because uh, it shows that this um, injection, which I've been saying is a bioweapon, is causing catastrophic damage in at least these 30 uh, deceased people who were autopsied. So to recap from yesterday for those who didn't see the initial um discussion we had last night uh dr robert chandler one of our star volunteers for the war room daily cloud research volunteers project going through the pfizer documents turned his attention to a presentation by a pathologist named arn burkhart in germany and dr burkhart and seven other international pathologists physicians and scientists did autopsies um at the end of 2021 uh, and, and made an announcement about their findings um, at the end of 2021 and into 2022, uh, February 2022, in which they autopsied 30 deceased people. And they did so at the request of those people's loved ones. Um, they were second autopsies because the loved ones had been not satisfied with the results of the first autopsies. Um, and Dr. Chandler notes that there have been many obstacles to to loved ones getting answers and autopsies about what killed their loved ones if there was any possibility that it was vaccine-related. Um, so these were a range of people ranging from 28 years old to uh, in their 90s. The average age was 69. They, they died outside of the hospital and also inside the hospital, um, mostly women, um, a little less than half men. 
So what they found, I'm really sorry to say, and I'll go into more detail with slides today, is catastrophic lesions throughout the body on many, many organs, blood, uh, blood damage, spleen, liver, brain, um, you know, throughout the body, skin, uh, testes. And then Dr. Burkhart went into detail. What the, the pathologist did was they took tissue samples and stained them to see what changes there were, if any, in the tissues of vaccinated people who had died. And um, the deaths had been from seven days to six months after injection. So uh, they were looking for any sign that the spike protein or other ingredients had, had been the cause of the deaths. And in the majority of cases, they found probable cause or likely cause that the vaccine was the cause. So here's slide number one, and it's just very traumatic. Um, this is about the vascular system. And you can see on the left a normal uh, blood vessel. And you can see the endothelium um, and, uh, you know, on the left. And for vaccinated people, it looks completely different. And the title is endovasculitis, paravasculitis, and vasculitis. So this is, you know, we've seen so many side effects of problems with vasculature, blood vessels, problems with clotting. And their theory, Dr. Burkhardt's theory and the scientist's theory is that the the vaccine leads um, to damage in the vascular system, and you see it right here in these cadavers. Uh, now we go to slide two. Um, they did a spike protein stain, and there you can actually see positive expermiation, meaning expression of spike protein, in the myofibroblasts of the arterial wall. This is the aorta. And you see right there, you can see the spike protein um, in the aorta of these cadavers. And again, so many people, so much heart damage, so much uh, blood clots, lung clots, leg clots. And so you can actually see the spike protein um, in the aorta there because of the stain in these cadavers. Um, now we go to slide three, and this is very distressing. One reason it's so distressing is that in the discussion we had yesterday about these kids who are being solicited by universities to be test subjects illegally for this mRNA injection, one of the questions is about autoimmune disease. And autoimmune disease is off the charts in the Pfizer documents. Well, this shows a causal effect um, with the, 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 the injection and autoimmune diseases. This is a spleen showing the onion skin phenomena that is seen in some autoimmune diseases, this concentric layering. Um, and around the artery, hypercellularity is visible with the intense nuclear material reaction. And these are the blue dots. So autoimmune diseases um, related to the injection at scale. Let's go on to the lung. And this is slide four. You can see a normal lung on the left. On the right, you see a vaccinated lung, basically. And you can see all the white areas of the lung alveoli. And so, you know, the, the, the congresswoman from South Carolina who challenged the Twitter censors, um, she said she got asthma after the injection. So many breathing problems, so many respiratory problems, pneumonias, bronchitis. Well, here you see what you never want to see, these white areas in the lung alveoli. And the alveoli are those tiny little uh, pockets that allow people to breathe easily. So you see the damage to the lung there from the, from the injection. Going to go on to slide five. This is very traumatic. You know, I've written an essay about how the lipid nanoparticles cross the blood-brain barrier. Many people are noticing changes, personality changes, 
temperamental changes in their loved ones post-vaccination. Um, and Dr. Flowers, one of our volunteers, explained that uh, that the, the the inflammation in the brain is is like is it, you know is going to cause damage to things like the prefrontal cortex, nuanced reasoning, nuanced thinking. Na- Sorry, Na- Na- Naomi. I know you, I know you got to bounce. We got a short commercial break. Just hang on, Naomi Wolf. Uh, you you you've got to bounce. I know, but we need a couple of minutes. You, you need to wrap this up. It's that serious, and I want to send everybody over to Daily Cloud to see this and get all the reports. Particularly, yeah. the last couple have been brutal. Go ahead, ma'am. Yeah, so I was at uh, slide five, which sadly shows that the vessels in the brain have a focal lymphocytic infiltration, meaning the lymphocytes are in the brain, um, and uh, the scientists and doctors concluded that that was what probably caused a rupture in the brain of that deceased person. Um, again, related to they believe likely or probably the the uh, injection. And the last thing I want to show you is just super disturbing is the final slide, um, slide six, which says unidentified foreign material in the vessels. Um, and these are unidentified foreign material in vessels, especially in the spleen vessels. And this was in five of the cadavers out of 35 cases. And you can see case 13 um, down there below with this unidentified material. And what these uh, scientists and pathologists concluded, the likely explanation, which gives me chills, because, you know, as I mentioned yesterday, I've been screaming about this ever since I investigated lipid nanoparticles, which you can order by the box over the internet, and they're made in China. Um, They concluded that these are probably the lipid nanoparticles coalescing and solidifying. And in the report, it's so disturbing. The scientists conclude that, and doctors conclude, they have never seen anything like this before, this unidentified foreign material in cadavers in all the cadavers they've they've you know dissected or investigated in the past and um, to remind everyone and this is the conclusion they reached as well we independently reached this conclusion they said you know what is likely is that in the warmth of the body lipid nanoparticles are solidifying and causing this unidentified material which um, which which is in the spleen in the case of these five cadavers um, this solidifying almost plastic this industrial fat uh, hardening because remember and when I read this I was so horrified and I broke this story on your show Steve you know about eight months ago um, but they reached this conclusion independently and it was buried you know in 2021 that uh, the the lipid nanoparticles are transported and stored in subfreezing temperatures in which case they are liquid but of course when they go into the body or at room temperature they solidify so that's what you're getting when you're getting an injection you're getting something that goes throughout your body traverses every organ in your body and then and then coalesces and this was a hypothesis when i brought this up but these uh these uh, seven or i'm sorry eight international pathologists scientists have confirmed it and i think what really is notable is that after this uh, presentation was made at the end of 2021, um, Dr. Burkhart was assailed and smeared and attacked and, and you know, demoted academically. And um, he made this presentation again in February of 2022, and it was just memory hold. So I really, we owe a great debt to Dr. Robert Chandler, who, um, you know, retrieved it and, and presented it and analyzed it in uh, the latest report, 56. And... Uh, And I guess I just want to conclude by saying, you know, I've been saying this is a bioweapon. It's a bioweapon. 
this is not a medical product, everyone. This is, you know, this is causing catastrophic damage to 30 cadavers. Um, 70% of them have catastrophic damage. And the conclusion of these respected scientists and physicians is that, you know, it is vaccine related. And this is the saddest report I've ever made of all the sad reports. How do people uh, get to Daily Cloud? How do they get to your work? Yes, phase it out there. Some key words, key phrases here I wanted to throw by you here. Catastrophic lesions on the organs. They're found catastrophic lesions on the organs. Uh, This is not a medical health product. Uh, She's 100% accurate. This is a bioweapon. I never said that from the very beginning because I didn't have the the conclusive proof then. I just knew a lie was coming my way when when they talked about asymptomatic spreaders and killing grandma and social distancing and masks, how they all work. Everything kind of came together, that part of it. Later on, finding out uh, that there was graphene oxide, and then it started to be, then I started to scratch my head and say, graphene oxide in a shot. Uh, Then the definition being changed by the CDC on their own website from what a vaccine is now to including to minimize or decrease symptomology. Uh, The wording changes, that everything started to come together that this is not what they claim to be. First of all, it's not safe and effective. If it were, you would take liability for it. And that's where the emergency use authorization comes in, gives them complete immunity from prosecution if something goes wrong. Um, Vascular, vasculitis, uh, the stasis of blood, which is stagnant blood basically, in the blood vessel itself, the intimal walls of the blood vessels are showing, they're showing structure. They're showing some artificial things they've never seen before. And we've seen pictures of them. They're kind of like projectiles, kind of like wormy-like, uh, snake-like uh, projectiles that are inside the vessel itself, which is occluding the intimal lining, the wall itself, and and prohibiting perfusion blood flow through those blood vessels to your organs and this is some serious stuff i mean we we've we've talked about the uh the funeral directors and they've seen stuff they've never seen before and having problems with putting in the formaldehyde into the uh the body there for these these uh dead bodies that they're going to actually, you know, embalm and, and, and bury, uh, having issues there. And nobody wants to talk about that. I, I, I think maybe once Tucker may have said something about it, but it's been a while. I haven't watched him in a while, but, uh, the, she talks about the nano, the, the lipid nanoparticles. I found this very interesting in that when they put it in the shot, and of course, at the certain right temperature, everything's fine. But as it's put into the body, and your body's now at 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit here, these nanoparticles now start to, for some reason, they're unstable. They're unstable because the temperature, drastic temperature change from these things being in the, the cold fridge to now being in a body at this 98.6 degrees, they solidify. They solidify in the body and end up all over the body. Uh, I thought I found that quite interesting. There, the cancers are off the chart. I, I agree with that. I've talked to a couple of physicians, and they said, "Yeah, we've I've never seen so many cancers. We get a lot more cancers now. We have cancer in our family uh, on the wife's side, and um, unfortunately, she did not listen to us." And she has taken shots and boosters, and now her cancer has escalated, and so does her husband's. 
I can't put that one on my shoulders. You try to educate and do the best you can, but people either listen or they don't listen. So these, um, these switchers are being flipped on. The switchers are being flipped on. The immune systems are being suppressed. And what's been basically silent in your body for a disease process that may be in remission is now had the light switched on and now it's jumped a step. It's, it's now from stage two to stage three or stage four in cancers. We are seeing a lot more. We're seeing so many more. So that's important to understand. The auto, autoimmune disorders, the same way. We're seeing a lot more of those in the hospital. A lot younger people too. A lot of young people. Uh, it's uh, to point out that the military is now finally, the military is finally, I'm not sure it's all branches. Uh, the Marines, and I think I saw the Navy, is now rescinded and stopped their COVID vax mandates. They finally realize, well, they're, they're losing a lot of people. People are saying, you know what, no, I'm getting out of the service. And, of course, the re, uh, there's no retention and recruits coming in to replace those are being kicked out is not happening. So probably out of the economics of we have a big vacancy in soldiers and we got to do something because they're leaving. They're not going to they're not going to fall for this. They're not going to take it. Therefore, we better do something that or they, they maybe they had a conscience now and understand that the covid shots are far more dangerous than getting COVID itself. We'll come back and talk a little bit more about this. And I want to tell you a little story. Rand Paul, kudos to Rand Paul. Man, what a great guy. He really grills an educator today. Stay tuned. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. One of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs. For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste by going to rbnhemppaste.com. That's rbnhemppaste.com. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to T-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. 
My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. So the Dr. Naomi Wolf clip has now been posted on the website here, the entire clip itself. I stopped at 1038. I think it's a little over 15 minutes. But I, I wanted to get the the essence of this statement where she makes a statement that this is a bioweapon and go into some of the the autopsies, what they found on the autopsies, those, those 30 autopsies. I wanted to kind of highlight those situations there. The rest of it you can watch for yourself. It's nice because she shows you the graphs. And the staining, the pictures on the uh, the clip itself, that's also nice to see. You can't get that from the audio. But uh, definitely worth watching and sharing that with others. So please go to the website, republicbroadcasting.org, and watch that and share it and share it with everybody in your circle. Uh, talk about the changes in personality. I can tell you firsthand I've seen this happen. The changes in personality from people that were totally normal. And now I've taken the shots and boosters, and uh, the spike protein has crossed the blood-brain barrier, uh, attached itself to the ACE2 receptors of that organ, which was cerebral brain. And uh, we are definitely seeing changes in personality. Um, Early signs of dementia. I saw one just just like last week, some we haven't seen probably in uh, about about a year about a year, maybe a year and a half. And uh, at that time, he was doing fine. This guy was sharp on his boat and everything. And, and we're talking politics, and now it's kind of like looking at him, and you see the lights are on, but kind of nobody's home. He's not quite understanding what I'm talking about, and I'm talking plain English here about uh, politics. And he just he looks to his wife, and his wife answers for him. Uh, she's uh, the fail-safe. To go to the wife and, and kind of, could you answer that for me, honey? And I, I recognized that. My wife picked up real fast. She goes, he's changed. He's changed a lot in a year and a half. I said, yeah, you're right. And uh, I got that later, a little later. I was a little slow on the uptake on that one. My wife picked that up real fast. And that's early early signs of dementia. I said, I think you're right. And I know they, they'd taken the shots and the boosters. So 
uh, in one one and a half years uh, before he was fine. He was a pretty sharp old guy, you know. And uh, now I, I I don't see him to be that way. Unfortunately, it's got to be very frustrating. I, I don't know if you really know that when you lose those senses and you, you lose the the compensation, the understanding, the cognitive, if you lose that, do you recognize it enough to be angry and frustrated? He didn't seem to be that way. He didn't seem to be that way. I've seen people that knew they were going through uh, the early stages of dementia, and they were very angry, very angry at themselves. They became very violent uh, towards their loved ones and people that asked questions. They, They would bark at them. So uh, I don't know. Um, he didn't. Do, he definitely didn't do that. He was well behaved. We had lunch and um, probably never see him ever again. I don't know. Maybe another year, year and a half. But uh, that was interesting to point out the the personality changes, the spike protein crossing the blood brain barrier. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Rand Paul. I like Rand Paul. I don't know about you guys. I like Ron Paul. He's a great guy, but I I really like Rand Paul. And uh, he evidently, I'm not sure how old this clip is. It's probably within the last week. Evidently, he had the chance to interview or, could I say, educate the dean at the Johns Hopkins School of Nursing, a female. And it's about a five-minute clip. I didn't send it over to Michael, but I think I'll fish it out and send it over. you got to watch it. It's nice. Uh, you know, he's, he's a physician himself. And... Uh, what I found interesting was uh, an administrator as high as the director of nursing for a program that's uh, well noted. Everybody knows about Johns Hopkins University and their programs of medicine and school of nursing. And uh, I, I would assume their nursing programs are probably a very good program to be in if you can get into that program. I went to IU, very proud of my education. I thought we had some some darn good teachers and professors and uh, that were inquisitive and made you think. That's the most important part, and uh, is making you think. Why are you doing this? What's going to happen next? You know, using uh, trying to develop those critical care thinking skills, which are really important in nursing. Actually, critical care, critical thinking skills are important in all your life. Everything you do in your life you should be able to figure out a plan B or plan C. As strategy to get out of a trouble, you know, and uh, it's not just for nursing and medicine. It's it's for everything in your life, and that's something that I'm very proud that I was uh, I was schooled right by the right people, and I asked a lot of questions, and I didn't just take well, just do it because we said so. Uh, that doesn't make me feel very good, you know. That's not the education I want. I'm going to ask a lot of questions, and I want answers. Now, if you can't answer them. Well, that's a problem. I'll have to go find the answer from somebody else, and that, that usually doesn't go over very well. But uh, I'm not a task person, never been a task person. I mean, I meet task people all the time. I see nurses on the floor of task people, they carry out a task. You ask them what's going on here, why you're doing this. Sometimes they'll, they'll have a clue of why they're doing it, but sometimes, well, I, this is what we do. This is what we do. Can you break it down a little bit scientifically? Why are you doing it? You know, they can't. Unfortunately, that's why I found going into either critical care or emergency medicine was right for me. I love the the technology. I love the science. I love it. I just eat it up. It's just something that yeah, I have, an, I have affinity for. I love it. It makes me feel good to know how to solve a problem before it gets out of hand. 
And that's exactly what I, what ICU is all about, pretty much fixing a problem before it becomes too big a problem that you can't get out of the problem. Hold on here. I don't know why my phone rings. It's the ringer's off. Well, whatever. Junk call. Um, so that's where I am with, with my education. Uh, so I want to get this real quick here before we take this next call. So Rand Paul is is talking to her, and he, he starts throwing the, the information out. Do you understand that the COVID shot itself is is causing great harm to young people's health between the ages of 16 and I actually thought it was 18, but he said 16 to 24-year-old males are developing myocarditis. Never saw that before. We've never seen this. Now we can attribute it to the COVID shots. Female, not as much, which I, I, my question I've always had, and I've asked this many times, I have yet to find an answer out, and I've got to find the answer out. Why is it males more so than females? Is this, is this an estrogen thing versus a testosterone thing? Why are males more prone to getting myocarditis from the COVID shot versus a female? I, I, I got to find out the answer to this. I'm thinking there's a hormonal hormonal thing here going on, and, and testosterone has more of affinity for the diagnosis of myocarditis. So he's he's talking to her and he's educating her, and she uh, she quickly says, "Well, I'm not here to talk." And he stops her and he said, "You know, you're the dean of the Johns Hopkins School of Nursing. You've got males in your program. You've got females. Um, I'm giving you all this information." where the shots are doing great harm. And you're coming back and basically saying, well, we have a nursing shortage. You're going to have more of a nursing shortage when you damage the health of your students. Now, at the time, this uh, school was requesting all theirs. It was a mandate. They had to do it or they get kicked out of the program. All their shots, three shots at the time, three shots, COVID shots, and they could stay in the program. So basically what she said was, I listen to the higher-ups. I don't have a thought. I have a thought, maybe an opinion, but I can't, I can't express it. Well, to me, when you're in that kind of position of authority over a program as big as that is, <clears throat> you are picked to be the head of that nursing program, the director of nursing, because they thought you had some intelligence and some smarts. So maybe it's time to step up to the plate and show them that you have some some smarts and stand up and saying, this is a bad thing. We are causing harm to our nursing students. Put your foot down. Don't put your head in the sand. Put your foot down and say what has to be said. If you care about health, you're a health organization. You're a health institution, for God's sakes. You should care about health. And that's the health of your nursing students. But this whole idea of, well, they tell me to do this, and I just have to follow the orders. Well, how many times have you heard that before? I'm just following orders. I think we, we, saw, we saw lots of atrocities in war, just following orders, just following orders. Well, no, you, you have a duty. And if you're a health professional, you have taken the Hippocratic Oath, just as I have taken the Hippocratic Oath, do no Harm. You may be a suit, you may be in an office and disconnected from the medical establishment on, on the hospital side, but you have a duty. 
to follow the Hippocratic Oath, do no harm. And that means protect your nursing students. Protect your nursing students. Well, I tell you what, the nursing students, if they get sick and they get myocarditis and other kind of problems, they were forced into this. I say, sue your university. Sue them. Flat out sue them. They forced you to do it. They, it was it was an extortion type situation. Sue them. Find yourself a nice, good Jewish lawyer. Yes, I said Jewish lawyer because they're the ones that probably take a case like this and go after them and strip them, strip the bones, strip the meat right off the bones on these people. But that's what needs to be happening. You don't find that from anybody else. Um, get yourself a nice lawyer and sue their pants off, flat out. That's what I would do. Let's go to the phones and take our first uh, caller tonight, Patrick. In Texas, welcome, Patrick. Hi, Steve. Uh, the uh, that endothelium—that's the lining of the veins. I that's right. That's what that is called. That's right. It's the endothelium. It's like, right. yeah. It's uh, that is so critical because all you know, something like uh, twenty-four thousand miles of, uh, of 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 veins and capillaries in our system. It's it's, it's incompre- incomprehensible. It's pretty pretty I'm amazing, like, isn't it? It's pretty amazing, isn't it? Is, it? I can't I can't even wrap my brain around it. If you think incredible. about it, between the capillaries, veins, and the arteries, if you laid them out, it would look like a road map, like a like an interstate road map. I mean, we're talking we're talking thousands of miles here. Yeah, it's pretty cool stuff. Right, and that's so important that you know, the conditions of those because those little, those great blood cells have got to slip through those little bitty capillaries, yep. and there and that cause if you can't do that well, you get high blood pressure, and of course all kinds of ramifications of that. So uh, you know, and there's you know it's like uh, it's so important that you know the condition you get what you call micro pairs mm-hmm. in the in the endothelium, and yep. that is what leads to the buildup. Of the uh, plaque and the, and the, yeah. and the uh, cholesterol, the cholesterol is just to patch it well, up. Well, as not- you as you decrease the perfusion blood flow, is what you do. You also create pressures, and uh, you're, you're going to see a you're going to see the heart working overtime. See, the heart's going to say, "All right, well, uh, the perfusion is decreased for some reason. There's something down the road here that's it's preventing me from getting that blood that I'm pumping to the organs. And so what does the heart do? The heart says, well, let's ramp it up. Let's kick it in overdrive. So the heart starts to work a little harder, a little harder against that back pressure to push the blood through the vasculature. And what actually happens at some point in time is that the myocardium itself, the heart, actually starts to dilate and get bigger and bigger. It starts to uh, it starts to wear itself out. Basically, you, there's a, a law called Starling's law of contractility, starting's law of contractility. And basically what you have is you're, you're stretching those muscle, myocardial muscle fibers beyond their capacity. And what happens is that you're losing the strength of your contractions. You're not able to pump the blood as, as, as you normally would in a normal situation. You're not able to punch, pump, pump that blood fast and hard through the vasculature because you got this back pressure. It's like if I went, it's like if I turn the hose on and I went out in the middle of the hose and I took the hose and I slowly started to kink it and I kinked it and then you see the back pressure going back to the spout where you turn on and off. You see the water start to come out a little bit there because there's back pressure. Your heart will not do well with the back pressure. It will fight it. It will resist it. It will try to pump that blood. But at some point in time, 
uh, it's going to exhaust itself, and that's where you get to what they call a dilated uh, cardiomyopathy, dilated cardiomyopathy. And uh, basically that leads to congestive heart failure and backing up a fluid all through the body here and your ankles, especially your ankles. And uh, it's quite obvious. You look at somebody's ankles and their ankles are really big and swollen. You have pitting edema and you see, geez, what's going on here? Well, that's pump failure. You've got pump failure. You've got dilated cardiomyopathy. You've got pump failure, congestive heart failure. And you get what you call, you know, your heart is wearing or repairing. It's only got two modes. And yeah. if you're if you're if you're wearing on it, wearing on it, it never gets to repair. And those heart <coughs> valves are suffering, and uh, all everything else down the system. So yeah, you, you if you're gonna work at work at that hard like that, you know, you're going. It's like a runner. A runner has got to rest. If he if he don't rest, he'll never recover uh, properly. Right. Yeah. Um, Hey, you know, I just say I see a big red flag there, man, because you that that those you know, blood vessels are so incredibly important. If you start pumping this, all this, you know, these uh, graphene and and yep. uh, all the other substances together, it, 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 graphene itself is such an amazing substance. It uh, it is it, it usually uh, an atom will form like a like a. Uh, electron shells. Well, it's, it's not supposed to be. It's not supposed to be there. It's not supposed to be. There. Like I said, uh, mm-hmm. and Naomi talked about that in the past. Uh, I can't recall her actual conversation, but it, this is something that's not supposed to be in a shot itself. Uh, graphene mm-hmm. oxide is not supposed to be in there. It's it's a carcinogen. It's a known carcinogen. It's labeled carcinogen, and it shouldn't be in there. So, but. Uh, it uh, it really didn't carry much weight when people were identifying graphene oxide in the shots. For some reason, they just kind of went in one ear and out the other. Nobody ever talked about it again. Right. It, it's like if you get one atom thick of graphene, it, it can stop a bullet. And it, it doesn't yeah. form the shells of an atom. It forms like a, like a chain like fence, flat. Yeah. One atom thick, it can stop a bullet. It's an incredible substance. And it's also a superconductor. In other words, it'd be a great way of, of conducting, a, you know, a signal. Mm-hmm. If they're mm-hmm. pumping in, like maybe five G or something, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah it, I, it, I think it, I think there's I think there's something that's going to happen with the five G. I, I think I think that's why the graphene oxide's in there. Personally, I don't exactly. know, but I, I do believe I thought from the very beginning why would it be in there? Is something with uh, is, is is does it have something to do with the five G? Is it something with EMF electro electromagnetic frequency? Are they going to do something to, you know, ramp it up and see what happens? I don't know. Appreciate the call. Thanks. Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. I was right 30 years ago in warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS, and Ebola. I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the Bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen plan to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance. Vitamin C, D, zinc, chlorophyll, oxygen, and oxysilver especially transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function bioweapon. Oxysilver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. 
It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful, loving intention of your heart. Buy, try, and stockpile OxySilver through HealthyWorldStore.com. February is Heart Month. Every year for the month of February, to show our appreciation to Extendivite's faithful customers, we have a sale. If you would like to try Extendivite, now is the time to get a few months ahead and really give Extendivite the time to show you how it works. Most of Extendivite's long-term customers wait for this sale to stock up. People and doctors tell us about the unbelievable improvements that they have experienced in their overall health, not just the heart. Extendivite wants you to experience the power of these herbs. Get a four-month supply for only $115 for either the capsules or tincture. Please take advantage of this once-per-year sale and get healthy for life. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com or find us on Amazon. Extend your life with Extendovite. Did you know that essential oils have had a multitude of natural health and skin uses in history, but have been somewhat forgotten by recent civilization? Susanna's Secret offers 100% pure and natural oils at prices you can actually afford. Do you have a house or office with a musty smell or mold? Studies have shown that essential oils like the one in our Thief and Robbers blend will kill or inhibit mold, viruses, bacteria, and fungus. Just diffuse with it and you will see the long-lasting effects that even synthetic chemicals don't achieve. Purifica, another one of our products used to clean and freshen your house or give a natural scent when drying laundry. For that special lady, we offer a ginger argan oil in a beautiful cosmetic bottle or a pure argan oil, a natural acne-fighting product. Check us out at SusannaSecret.com. That's S-U-S-A-N-A-S Secret.com. S-U-S-A-N-A-S Secret.com. side here, the, that, uh, that bumper's definitely going to wake me up here. A little Ozzy to get me going here. Uh, totally different from my Sunday bumper, right? My Sunday bumper. <laughs> Let's go back to the phones here and get this call in, and uh, we may have to take it over the second hour. Renee in North Carolina. God, I haven't talked to you in ages. How are you doing? Oh, I'm do- well, I'm really angry about this whole situation with medicine. I do not have any issue with the people in trauma, like in the emergency room and stuff. Those people generally to bring you to homeostasis and emergency care, they're good, okay? But that's where That's what their their job is. That's their job. Right. Okay, but that's where it ends. Uh, I can tell you particularly as a woman, all my life, doctors have been lying to me. Okay, they lie. As a demographic group, they're some of the biggest liars on the planet. Like, let, if, let, me, if, let me stop you real quick there and ask you: uh, Do you find it's it's the younger, the new graduate doctors are the liars, or the or the old guys, or or both? All, 
Oh, and then what makes me even madder is when the women or people of color work their way finally into the system, when they get a seat at the table, they conform. So they're just as bad, okay? So the thing, because there's something about medical school. My dad used to have a joke. He'd say, you know the difference between God and a doctor? God knows he's not a doctor. Okay, so the thing is, these there's something that happens to them. Well, number one, um, they can never. They, well, they have the characteristics of people on the narcissistic spectrum. They they will never take responsibility for a mistake. They always project all mistakes onto the patient. You're either non-compliant or you lie. Them calling us liars, hey, pot, meet the kettle. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, if a particularly women, they've been drugging us for decades, okay? And let's say they give you a drug, and so many of these drugs, antihistamines, blood pressure, antidepressants, so many of these drugs cause weight gain. Well, yeah. they put them on these drugs, and then whenever she goes back and complains, you know, Doc, I think that drug is making me gain weight. They, they lie. They lie. It's like they pat you on the head and say, oh, sure, honey, lay off the donuts, okay? That is medical gaslighting and is psychological abuse, and it's the type of thing that narcissists do to manipulate and control. People, like I say, this is a huge problem. It has been as I've lived a long life now, and I look back, you know, because life has to be lived forward and understood backwards, and I have so much more knowledge now. I look back. This has been going on my entire life, and I'm in my early 70s, okay? Okay. You going to hold me over? I, I will do rip, that. You know, by your voice, by your voice alone, huh? your voice alone, I would never put you in that age category. Yeah, you sound like a real young chick. Oh, well, thanks. All right, second hour coming up. Stay tuned. More for the National Inter Report. Second hour. Tune in Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 Central, to the Alternative Media with your host, Farron. If you've not been listening, this is some of what you've been missing. 2,000 mules, like you like you like to say occasionally, Farron, in your face. They, they, they might have a, a set of lactating mammaries available that could provide milk for their adopted children. Listen, news media, all pulling off this gigantic fraud. Rhino, neocon, cucks. There's this wonderful thing that's called Vote With Your Feet. Move to California. I am a conspiracy factualist, and everyone else is a reality theorist. Hundreds, if not thousands, of ships came out of nowhere. Give me liberty or let's give you death. 
any excuse to go in and kill yourself for this 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 fraud of a government. This goes back a hundred years. When they come for your gold, give them a lead, and when they come for your guns, give them the bullets first. And God help us all. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth.